0: Hey y'all, welcome back to the biz bash podcast. This is episode number 64, creating a personality driven brand achievement unlocked. Um, (laughs) So you guys, this is just going to be a weird episode. I can already tell because it's like my thoughts on (laughs) what I feel like I've recently discovered in my business. And I had like this epiphany in my brand about what having a personality based business actually looks like. And I had this like light bulb moment while I was getting a snack out of the fridge the other day and of course like I had all the thoughts and then I didn't write anything down so I'm trying to like articulate this in a way that makes sense for you guys of just like what I've learned really really recently in my business but bear with me because it's kind of intangible but I hope you guys can still get something out of it
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually really excited because I, I want to say it was last week yeah today's a Tuesday so it was last week when Cammie was like Elizabeth I think I figured out what it means to like truly have a personality driven brand. It just clicked for me. I get it now. We have to do a podcast episode. So (laughs) basically like Cammie wrote all of the the notes for this one and I'm going to let her go through everything. But I, of course, am going to be piping in, asking some clarification questions along the way, offering my perspectives on things too, if I can. But it's very funny because my brand diverged in a lot more of like a... I don't know, like traditional direction, I guess, instead of like so much personality. Driven like how I feel like it was before. So we've kind of like diverged on our paths, but I freaking love Cammy's brand. I love what she's <laughs> all about. I love that you're like Peppy. I call you my energizer bunny. This is like how I refer to you. Oh my <laughs> to gosh, my I love I'm like my friend Cammy is like an energizer bunny. She like never runs out of energy. <laughs> she always <laughs> is doing something new. And she keeps me like super upbeat and keeps me going and it's
0: great. So that's my brand right there. <laughs> 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 Energizer Bunny. I'm going to go ahead and let Cammy take it away. Oh my gosh. Anyway, you guys. So I know like even in our intro, we talk about like all about running a personality based brand or business or something like that. I don't know what we say in our intro. It's something about that because that is something like that I really strive for in my business. And I think it just finally like has come together like in a good way. But it can be really hard to understand what your personality is for yourself, like knowing yourself and what your brand personality even is, and then how to implement that into your business in a way that isn't forced. I know this mm-hmm. is like might even be things that we've heard before, but I'm going to try to put like a different spin on it so you guys can understand it in the way that I feel like I finally understand it.
1: <laughs> so I mean, no one can say anything the way you say it. So this will be fresh certifiably fresh everybody <laughs> I think I think this will be a hit I'm excited okay
0: so here are some of the keys and um, that can help you unlock this achievement so key number one is that you don't need to go shopping for a new outfit you guys you just need to wear what you already have <laughs> so basically quit trying on everyone else's clothes and or going shopping every single day. Obviously, I'm not talking about actual shopping. Like, go with me with this mindset thing. So just stop (laughs) doing that. This is basically exactly like those moments where you're like, I literally have nothing to wear. When you're about to go to a party and your husband's like, excuse me, you have like 65 dresses (laughs) hanging in your closet right now, just wear one of those. And you're still like, no, those aren't good enough or whatever. But your husband is totally right. Go get in your own closet and grab something that you love, even if it doesn't feel new to you, because it's going to feel new to everyone else, because you are what makes the dress look good. Okay, so if we're thinking (laughs) about that in terms of like your brand. This is basically like Putting on what you already are doing, like just rocking that outfit and stop trying to wear everyone else's clothes or like even just like wearing their shirt or their pants or whatever, like even just parts of their outfit. Like if you try to put that on, it's not going to be you. Like we all have like our own style. And I feel like putting it in this way, maybe you're just not looking into your closet to see the clothes you already have because they're so boring to you because you look at them all the time. Does this make sense, Elizabeth? (laughs) Yeah, like
1: this makes sense. Here's what I'm going to like pitch in and say. Like when I think about you and like a piece of clothing because we're going with this metaphor, right? Like I yeah. think of overalls immediately. Like that is something and and we don't we don't necessarily have to talk about clothing for everybody. But here's why I'm going with like the clothing analogy for a second is because like when I think of you, I think of those overalls and those overalls have like a lot of different meanings to your story, mainly going all the way back to like Gatlinburg and basically being raised out in Tennessee and running around on a farm and just like totally being kind of a tomboy, roughing it up, but like also learning to paint. I feel like that exemplifies your personality to your brand in so many ways. And that is something that is innately part of you and part of your brand. Like you would never go shop for something to like replace that because that's something you already have and something that's already working. Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. That was so cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like also like, so Elizabeth, when you did your rebrand with Catherine and she made you do that like brand outfit board, like what would your outfits or what would your brand's outfit be? Like just clothes based on your brand. And like I did one too for my brand. And I, we all need to do that, by the way. We're all going to do those. <laughs> so we'll, we can talk more about that. But like, I feel like what I would personally wear too, like, yes, that affects like my brand's outfit that I'm kind of thinking of too. But there's also like my brand outfit is a little bit different than the overalls. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you know? uh, absolutely. Yeah, because I would say like when I put together my mood
1: board of what my brand was wearing and what it looked like. It's something like I would enjoy wearing, but it's not like my go-to daily outfit, right? Like my go-to daily outfit are like leggings and a casual t-shirt and my tennis shoes and something that's like comfortable to work in. Yes. But my brand board had, it was basically like black skinny jeans, like a mauve turtleneck tucked into the black skinny jeans, gold jewelry, black stilettos, an ascot or like a scarf tied around your neck. Yeah. Which is something I totally like wear anyways. And then just like really minimalist jewelry, which I had kind of already said, and a purse, there was like a purse on her too. So I was like finding a lot of this imagery that I was like, Ooh, I really feel like if my brand was exemplified as a person, like this is what she would look like. And then obviously I posted like a ton of pictures of Audrey Hepburn,
0: too. <laughs> yeah, I just pulled up your brand board right now. And I pulled up mine, too. I just posted mine. Because yes. obviously, you remember what yours looks like. But yeah, yours is exactly like that. Like the scarves and the skinny jeans with like gold, like very clean lines, like very Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so cute. Very like the skinny jeans and like clean silhouettes kind of thing, you know? Yeah, like-
1: clean silhouettes. But like still, that's why I included those scarves. Because it's still like the Dash of fun. Like that's what I kept telling Catherine when we did the rebrand is I was like, this needs to still feel approachable, right? Like I don't want my brand to feel stuffy. I don't want people to be intimidated by my brand. I don't want to be unapproachable. I want people to come to my site and be like, wow, she's professional, but also this looks really fun. Like, let's do it. Let's do the dang thing
0: yes yeah I think that outfit like perfectly exemplifies like putting your outfit you know like the skinny jeans the mock neck turtleneck that's like dark with the gold jewelry stilettos and then like a scarf tied up on like a very classy ponytail like <laughs> kind of thing like that yes I yeah. know I really there love
1: it I really like talking about clothing like in regards to I know. see maybe that brand. was like
0: part of the like part of the shift that I had like making this I don't know I think so. Yeah, I think so too. So I've just pulled up my brand board or brand outfit board. I posted it there too if you need a refresher. <laughs> it's in the chat. But oh, mine is you. all like like sundresses and like hats and like platform sneakers and like loose like gardening like kind of thing.
1: Yeah, lots of like sundresses. Oh, I love it.
0: Yeah, a lot of stripes, a lot of stripes. But like very loose and like casual like relaxed when I not like like when I say casual I mean like the clothes are like loose fitting you know like Elizabeth is more like sleek and buttoned up like tight clothes (laughs) in her brand Mm -hmm. and mine is like loose and kind of like you know you got the
1: boyfriend jeans Mm you got the flare and some of them lots of blue and white like when I look at your mood board like that comes up very consistent consistently excuse me yeah a lot of blue and white but yeah, you're right. There's more like movement. And I think there's a lot of movement in your brand because you're very energetic and exciting. And there's movement in your watercolor paintings and the way you approach your work. And you freaking love to work out too. So yeah. movement
0: there. like It's like <laughs> casual, but still feels like kind of fancy. Like the sundress, but like paired with sneakers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Yes. Like easygoing, lighthearted, that kind of thing sporty chic so, <laughs> a little bit you got some spice girl buns you know the usual so <laughs> so anyway yeah. guys um so when you're shopping or you don't need to go shopping for your new outfit you just need to wear what you already have so go look at like your brand personality like what are people already telling you you are with these things and like just like lean into those like the things that you're already doing don't we I mean, elizabeth and i've been saying a lot lately we don't need to reinvent the wheel on this just keep like doing what we're doing kind of thing um and i feel like this is a, a perfect moment for that as well Mm -hmm. Yes, I definitely encourage people to do this exercise because it makes you think about your brand in a
1: totally different way. Because a lot of times, like, especially with a personality driven brand, it's really easy to think like, I am my brand. They are synonymous. They're never separate. But the reality is, (laughs) yeah, that's not true. Like your brand can still have personality. It can still be personality driven, but it doesn't have to be like exactly who you are like as a human in your everyday daily life, it's like,
0: like exaggerated elements of your personality, you know?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Because like, there's definitely things about my personality that I'm like, Oh, God, I would never want that to be in my brand, you know, like the days where I'm just like, more sad or down. I'm like, I don't want that part of personality <laughs> to like show up in my brand, right? Like, you want to pick the things that are like, really powerful, and then put those into place to push those forward. And not saying you can't like use emotion
0: or things like that, but you do get where I'm going. Yeah. And you know what? You just like segued this perfectly into my next point about like honesty and vulnerability and like being emotional. <laughs> like, so yeah, you don't want like maybe sadness to be part of your brand. Maybe you do. I don't know. But I think we all like have this thing where we really want our brand to be like perfectly polished and buttoned up. But I think when you're like aiming for that personality driven brand, it's all about like just showing up all the time, like regardless of what's going on, like, but like still sticking to your core values. So like owning your mistakes and imperfections and like showing your messy background details, even feel if it feels scary. And I feel like that is what separates like a true personality driven brand versus like like a more brand brand. you know what I'm saying? Like they don't show the people working behind it or they don't really show who they are or like, they're only going to show the finished product kind of thing. And that mm-hmm. seems that has that more like disconnect to it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's just like a different strategy. Um, but for me, I'm just realizing like I can just show up on stories and say something that has nothing to do with anything. And like, that's part of like my personality driven brand because I'm just showing up consistently. And I think for that personality based business, honesty and vulnerability are like super, super key to this like other key, <laughs> the key. to so yeah. like the mini key to this key. <laughs> so it's what it's separates the, the human from the brand, from like a brand brand, like I was talking about is like an emotional connection that your customers or clients will feel when you have like that um, humanization to your brand.
1: Yeah, I think this is important for us too, is like artists who are entrepreneurs. So for example, like if you're someone and you've started... Um, like there's a really cute company that does like bath soap for babies. Like obviously like the feeling of like that brand is gonna be very, very specific and probably not have so much of like that woman who started it. But for us, it's like, we're the artists and like we're creating and we're working one-on-one with our clients, which is why it's important for them to recognize us as individuals and for us to like not hide behind the brand, you know? Like being part of it is really powerful. And one of my favorite things actually on my new website is on the homepage and Catherine helped me come up with this. But when you scroll down a little bit, it says, meet your designer, Elizabeth. And then it says, let's follow etiquette rules. And then in brackets or break them or parentheses. I love that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it's so like sassy and sweet. And I love that. That's just like this little bit of me, like coming through on the website of like, yeah, I can help you and we can do all the etiquette things. Or we can break them. He he, like being all like sneaky and fun, kind of.
0: <laughs> yes. And I do feel like too, like bigger brands are trying to capture some of that like smaller brand feel with like having a brand voice and a personality like coming through their Twitter or their social media. Like they're really trying to capitalize on that because people do connect way more with like, you know, the humor from that brand or whatever. Like think about like Wendy's and their tweets and stuff like that. Versus just being like, We have a new sandwich or whatever. Like they're trying to have more fun and like, get those like characteristics and personality traits. So you you think of them, you're like, Oh, they're kind of like sassy, (laughs) or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things that you wouldn't necessarily attribute to a brand per se, but you do like describes a person's personality with that. So like, there's definitely like a shift in that. And like, because you are already a human and an actual person with your brand, you already have an advantage to like, take control of those things and put it out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all
1: about engaging your audience in the best way possible by infusing it with a personality that attracts the people you want, basically. Yeah. Like it, Even for you, Cammy, it's just like, you put your personality out there and you're like, whoever's attracted to that is going to be your right client, you know? Definitely. Like, it's not about you trying to be like, how do I need to act to attract the right person? It's more of like, no, what am I equipped with now? Which goes back to the whole, like, what Key One is all about. Like, you don't have to shop for a new outfit. You just have to use what you have and just use it well.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I wrote down this example story and I obviously had a thought with going with it, but now I'm going to try to figure out what I was thinking. But I think it was about um, like going on the whole, like being perfectly polished and like always perfect. Nothing goes wrong. And like, I just think about this time you guys, where I was meeting like a brand new group of girls and like five minutes before I literally spilled half a cup of coffee, like all over my white shirt and looked like a hot mess. But I didn't try to hide it because I honestly couldn't hide it if I wanted to, but I didn't try to hide it. I was just like, yeah, I drank a lot of coffee and I just got this all over the place because I was running around (laughs) doing this and I like made it part of my story and part of my introduction. And then it like became this whole thing about me with coffee and like this whole weekend, like I was like the coffee girl and get everyone's coffee (laughs) and like doing surprise coffee orders and stuff. And so it like became this whole thing. I feel like that, I like to think of that as like, that was a time where I took like something that could have been really embarrassing and it was like a mistake, quote unquote. And then I turned it into like part of the story of like that whole introduction or or like part of me. And so thinking back to that with like your business, like what's something that might have been a mistake or like that you're just like, well, I messed that up. And how can you like make it part of your story in your business or part of your introduction? So like what's Mm -hmm. your like stain on your white shirt that you can like turn into something cool?
1: Yeah. I think this is funny because it actually reminds me of, like, that story reminds me of how my church approaches a lot of things. So a lot of what my church talks about is, like, nobody's perfect, right? Like, even people who are pastors and preachers and ministry leaders, worship leaders aren't perfect. We're all human, So like when a mistake happens, like during the worship service or like something's wrong with the music or someone hits the wrong chord or like some technology thing fails, like they always like work that into the story of like, we're not here to be perfect. Like we're here to be human and be together. And they just like roll with those things. And it just makes like the story and the mission of the church and like what they're doing even stronger. So this, yeah, you're right. This can be applied to like so many places too, besides people who are just
0: artists. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's key number one is basically don't be perfect and um, wear what you already have, even if it has a stain on it. <laughs> um, okay. So key number two for personality-driven brand is that you can try on different outfits in your your closet. So, like, this is kind of like the accessory stage, like the accessorizing, like you've got your cute overalls or whatever, and now you're like, okay, I want to add a scarf or enamel pins or whatever. Um, And I feel like the accessories in your personality driven brand are like really random things. Like I feel like my cats have 100% become a part of my brand. That's not like I was like, I'm going to make my cats part of my brand. It just kind of happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Like, hey, y'all is one of my favorite accessories in my brand. Like I feel like that is something I always say. So question for you guys is what are little things that people associate with you and how can you continue to bring them into your, your business? Like, Hey y'all, something I say on stories all the time. So like my intro page and my website also says, Hey y'all, you know, <laughs> like I, my, mm-hmm. my brand photo shoot, I have my cats all in it. So yeah, like those kinds of things and better yet, what core values or feelings do these little things represent and like, why are they a part of your brand? So like going even deeper with that, like back to the personality traits, like, I feel like cats are fun and random. And I think that's definitely like a personality trait that my brand has developed. Does this make sense?
1: <laughs> yes, it makes sense. And now I'm trying to like sit here and think of some of mine.
0: They're hard to think of. Sorry. I'm like, do I have them? <laughs> I feel like your cats have kind of are also kind of part of your brand. They're like very regal and like always looking fluffy and gray and they like match your colors and everything. So I definitely think
1: that. I mean, I definitely don't like share about them as much as I used to, but I was going to say, like, I think like calligraphy will always be a huge accessory in my brand. Mm -hmm. Like, even though I dropped instead of Eliza and calligraphy, it's just Eliza and now, but I think like calligraphy will always be one of my accessories, Um, especially because I still have like a ton of YouTube videos up about it. So a lot of people will like find me that way. Definitely. Shoot. But then I totally had another thought about something as well. And the train has left the station because uh, no. <laughs> no, I can't think of it. I uh, feel like it might have been an example of another brand. Oh, yeah. It was an example of Hosanna Revival because like her Bernice Mowen dog, is it Benji? Oh, gosh. I can't remember his name, but he shows up like quite a bit. Like They even have a sticker for him that they sell on the website because <laughs> he's kind of like, part of their brands now. And like people really look forward to like not only seeing pictures of beautiful hand painted Bibles on the feed and on the website, but like occasionally seeing the dog too. Mm-hmm. Because he's like part of their family and and it's run Hosanna Revival's run by Katie, but now her like husband works for them too. So it's this whole like family thing,
0: yeah. which is really cool. And like another super obvious example that always comes top of mind is like what do we always associate with Jenna Kutcher? Mac and cheese, because she talks about it all the freaking time. So that's, like, one of her accessories. Like, people will be like, oh, I saw this mac and cheese and thought of you. Like, that kind of stuff, you know? So, like, what are people saying? Like, oh, I saw this and thought of you. (laughs) Like, those types of things. So those are, like, the accessories. That's a great way to think of it. Because every
1: single time I see this certain, like, tile that's used in bathrooms, I think of this one blogger that I follow. Like, I think of her immediately because that's, like – something that comes up so often in like her imagery and her feed and her design style. So now it's like specific to her in my mind. Yeah. Like ginger jars. Who do you think? of?
0: <laughs> oh my God. I know. Right. So like, see, you start to just like associate these things and you guys like, this is hard to kind of figure out. And I definitely recommend doing an Instagram question thing, thing, boxing, thing, box thing where you ask her, he's like, Oh, what three words do you think of when you think of me? Or when you think of my brand? Like I did that um, when I was just kind of like putting together thoughts for my um, website redesign that I'm working on. And honestly, I mean, you learn so much, like, and it's, it's sometimes be really validating to be like, okay, that's kind of what I was hoping to hear back. And other times I like, maybe you might be surprised, but I, I felt like I was like, okay, this is what I'm hoping to hear. But it's just funny how many people say cats and puns. Like that's like two things I get all the time on my when I do those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could be interesting. Oh well, I know mine obviously Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. For oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, because
1: she's like on my wall. I talk about her all the time. You kind of like look like
0: her. You did that. She rep- was like <laughs> yeah
1: right. My portfolio <laughs> photos are like inspired by her. So or my yeah my headshot photos. Yeah.
0: So it's just like really cool what you can like randomly associate and kind of like start to lean into those things
1: and uh, now i also th- i always think of like snacks and food for you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we're always having like coffee or a snack or like daily harvest or something uh. but you've managed to like weave that into your brand and the way you share about <laughs> it on instagram in a really natural way and i would say like being just like your workouts like being healthy being motivated like staying physically, like in shape, all of that stuff is I think about additional like little accessories to your brand, like not the big ones, but I still think that's part of it. I just think that's part of like you. (laughs) I know.
0: It's, It's funny because I don't feel like I share about like fitness or health or like what I do that much. Like very often I'm not like, and here's my daily workout all the time or anything like that. But people still like really associate me with that. I don't know. I mean, I guess I talk about it just enough where it sticks, you know? So like think about but, you know, maybe you're, you don't even need to talk about something that much for it to really stick in someone's mind. So if there is something you want to become an accessory, you know, you only have to mention it a couple of times, I feel like. I know. Now I'm kind of like thinking about this, like
1: if I really want to enforce and push something in my brand, like how should I go about that, you know? I know. But I feel like one of my other brand accessories too is like burgundy envelopes with white ink. Like I have done that so many different times now for clients and it has become like one of my like go-to looks. I don't know. It just seems like it's like very me when I do an imitation suite that has that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. obviously you're like mauve blush, purple, lilac, pink color is like that. I, when I see that, I think of you for like anything. So like you yes, own like that, that color. color.
1: You're right. Like, and it's funny because I've started to think to myself like as I grow my actual closet I'm not even talking about a metaphor anymore like as I (laughs) as I source clothes I actually want to wear on my physical being (laughs) that I'm gonna keep looking for things like within that color because it just like works for me and I love it like yeah and that color looks really good on you
0: (laughs) yes 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 it does Um, I own everything denim and stripes so I feel like and then also just wearing Lululemon that's all I wear but that doesn't really match my brand (laughs) for yeah but people
1: also know that you love lululemon and wear it a lot which is probably why they affiliate the whole like the workout that's
0: what it is because i literally wear that every day yeah (laughs) yeah
1: and you always wear like really cute like workout tops i don't know you can just like tell you can just tell that you
0: work out you look good like what can i say girl thanks (laughs) i know especially now with like quarantine like i'm like there's like i normally would like get like wear like a normal normal clothes like call instead of gym clothes but now i'm like well, I'm just gonna go ahead and put on my gym clothes because I don't know why. It just felt like felt the right, the right thing to do. And I always wear like a crop top, sports bra, and leggings. And so now I'm in my stories, but I'm like trying so hard not to show that I'm wearing a crop top because I'm like, oh my god, like are people like, gonna think that I'm like I've been really weird about it lately? I know they're like longer crop tops, but I'm just like afraid that I... people are gonna be, like, why is she always just wearing a bra? <laughs> but like that is all I'm wearing
1: yes anyway. i saw you do a story a couple of weeks back where and we i blocked like, it yes and i was like that was even weirder to me oh i was god. like i can tell she's
0: trying to like hide this and now i feel weird because does she feel weird like- i felt weird yeah because i was like it was really far away so you could see like my entire like midriff and i was like oh my god people are gonna think that i'm just like on here in a bra and like i already did the stories and i don't want to re-record them and i was just like over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, with, like a color block thing yes now i like, feel so awkward about it oh my god <laughs> no don't feel awkward i just thought
1: it was funny i think it's like one of your like best friends too it's something i would pick up on maybe like more than other people but yeah it, it would have to be something you would have to change your outfit before doing stories if well, you want to avoid now i have a shirt
0: that i keep by my desk that's so well, now i look like i'm wearing the same shirt every single day because i love to pop that on when i'm doing stories but like oh, whatever i don't care God. if you guys want to see my abs, it's fine i'm just gonna wear my sports bra and get over it <laughs> oh this is so <sighs> funny i know it's too gosh. good
1: all right well we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be back in just a minute hey guys we just wanted to hop in and talk about one of our amazing resources the a to z directory All of us have thought at some point, how did she do that or how did she make that? And maybe you don't know where to start or how the heck to produce this amazing product you've dreamt up.
0: Well, the A to Z directory is the missing puzzle piece in your biz, you guys, seriously. So it's built in the form of a yearly membership and it's your one-stop shop for finding suppliers and vendors for all the things. Literally where to print everything from custom invitations, greeting cards, mugs, koozies, acrylic printing, letterpress, custom ribbon. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and it literally goes from A to Z. From acrylic printers to zipper pouches, we have it in the A to Z directory. We wanna help all of you search less and create more with
1: this list of 300 plus vendors and suppliers. Don't worry, they're very organized. It's not gonna be overwhelming and confusing when you join. And this membership also includes access to a private Facebook community. It's incredibly active and involved. And if you need a question answered fast, that is definitely the place to go.
0: Yeah, our Facebook group really is the best. You guys, everyone is so helpful in there. And we're in there too, um, answering questions you guys might have. So it's a great way to get access to us and ask us things without sliding into our DMs. So we're more likely to answer you in the Facebook group. Just saying. Anyway, (laughs) also in the Facebook group, this is new for 2020 and we're really excited about it. We are hosting monthly power hour Q&A sessions that are live. And these are only available to our A to Z directory members. So you can hop in with us live and ask us all your burning questions in real time and just hang out with us every month. And we do these at different times so you can actually be there live and the replays are always available in the Facebook group for members. This resource is priced
1: at $147 a year, which honestly is extremely affordable and it's full of so many benefits such as exclusive vendor coupons for members only. And we would love to have you guys join. Seriously, it's kind of like our family and our tribe. So visit bizbirthdaybash.com forward slash directory to sign up today and use coupon code podcast 2020 to receive $20 off your first year that's podcast all caps 2020 for $20 off
0: your first year we can't wait to see in the Facebook group and we are back you guys so starting off um, now with key number three to unlocking a personality Base brand um is the what this is my favorite one you guys okay so this is the thank you it has pocket strategy that changes everything or what i like to call it instead it's sharing instead of selling <laughs> so <laughs> the thank you it has pocket strategy um this is honestly like the biggest new thing for me i think this is like the number one thing that just like made everything click and fall into place and like stars align and like Fireworks go off, kind of thing. So you know when you're like wearing your cute dress that you picked out in your closet that your husband said you had 700 of, and you get a compliment on it, and the next thing you say is, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much! It has pockets!" And then you like twirl around, you're like, and you have this whole conversation with the person where it turns into like where you got the dress and how much you spent on it, and like how the pockets are like the best thing ever, and you start this whole thing with them, and that whole little thing in a nutshell is exactly what I'm going for with my sales strategy now. So there's like no hesitation, no weird pitch. I'm just sharing something because I love it so much and I want you to love it too. So basically almost like the
1: influencer strategy
0: kind yeah, of thing. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. Did you skip down and read? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Oh. I genuinely
1: did not oh, okay. oh, wow. Okay. So I see now that it says that down there, but yeah, I actually it is. it's a- like the
0: influencer strategy. Um, so like, yeah two things kept coming to mind when I started rethinking my sales strategy is like number one enthusiasm is contagious and I'm good at enthusiasm and number two like what are influencers doing like why do I keep buying stuff that they'll be like I got this and I'm like they are not being weird about like I am having a sale this is $10 you have to buy it kind of thing they're just like this is cute I'm wearing this I'm going to wear this to the beach every weekend it's got this cute pocket here for your phone and yeah if you want it swipe up or whatever like they're so casual and cool about it and i'm like why am i being weird about sales when i could be an influencer about my own brand <laughs> like yeah. kind of thing so i'm like i am looking at my brand with business sunglasses instead of influencer sunglasses and i need to be doing the opposite approach with my personality driven brand like this is like such a subtle a subtle tiny shift but i think it's going to make a huge difference and i feel like i've already started to see Like sales more because of it, and just like understanding, like, oh, I'm not selling, I'm sharing. Like, so hopefully this works with you guys too. Um. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The wheels are turning. So, I know. See, it's like, okay, I was really trying to articulate this
1: well, but I feel like that, that hopefully. Well, you know, so that's like one of the, that's kind of actually what I did on my stories yesterday. So like, cause I'm trying to think like throughout this, what, while you're talking about this, how can this be translated to maybe like a service, right? Like wedding yeah. invitations. But I realized, I mean, I basically did this yesterday because all I did was share a hyperlapse of me assembling a suite. And it was like, I'm just sharing this. I'm sharing it because it's cool. I'm sharing it because it's excited about it. And then, yeah, I followed up at the end. Like, if you want to book with me, you can swipe up here. But just getting people, like, interested in what I was doing or being like, oh, that's cool. Or, like, how did she do that was a, a better approach than getting on and being like, so I made this sweet. And this is what I do for a living. And if you want to hire me, <laughs> like, here's where to go, you know? Like, yeah. it was a lot more natural to do something like that just like a like behind the scenes type of sneak peek thing instead of like a full-blown like sales
0: letter to the world well i was thinking about this approach like in terms of wedding invitations too, like how that would translate because it's obviously different than products Mm -hmm. um and like high dollar items and i feel like as business owners we oversell things and with high dollar items or luxury items, like wedding invitations, I think it's really important that we let things speak for themselves. Um, so basically having like the VIP vibe work for you. <laughs> so like you, I, like for me, I'm now being like, okay, my invitations are almost like a private club to get into. Like, it's like this thing where it's just like, oh, it's very exclusive. Like here are these beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for everyone. <laughs> like it's so exclusive and people are like, Oh, tell me more. Like, I want to be in like the cool invitations club. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, well, you can fill out this thing. It's, you know, very secret. Like, I don't know. I'm just like doing this more like exclusive approach for high end things. And like, you know, thinking about like high luxury items, like everything just feels so exclusive. And I want to have like that VIP Club feeling. Yeah. (laughs) So how do you
1: yes, it makes sense, but how are you talking about your invitations like on social media then? Is it just like you're just showing some sneak peeks of like, oh, I did this, and like look at this like really cute vintage postage, or like look at this like pet on this invitation? Like, how would you turn that, I guess, into a conversation if somebody wanted to share about it?
0: Yeah, I guess I'm not, it's just the same thing like you're saying. It's not just like getting on and being like you know, these are, it's $100 to start on this kind of thing. And, you know, it typically goes up to 5,000 for things. Like, I'm just like, here are these beautiful things. They're amazing. I only take five clients a year. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> like something Thank like you, that. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, and goodbye. Like short and sweet. Can work really,
1: really well, and then I think there's been times too where you've talked about like your client's story or like why they wanted that piece of art on the invitation, and I feel like that's like really attention grabbing and good too because then it kind of clicks of like, oh, I could have
0: her do anything I want type of thing. Yeah, and I also think like when I share about invitations or even not even this is even about like social media so much too, but like even in emails, like. I am not desperate for clients and I feel like clients can like feel that and like respect that like you know because I'm like if they don't want to work with me that's fine and I feel like that definitely goes into the whole like exclusive thing and this might not be a strategy that works for everyone you know what I mean but like for where I am now and like the type of clients I want to work with like it's okay for me to like like it's almost like dating where you're like you got to let them chase you a little bit <laughs> like, I kind of feel like that backwards approach, like um, it's like a psychological mind game where you act like you don't want them, then then they want you more. (laughs) Does this make sense? (laughs) So yeah, hopefully you guys get that. But if not, I'm not saying it works for everyone or anything like that. But just in my experience, I feel like this is what's working for me right now. So
1: yeah, I mean, this discussion is more I feel like from such like a metaphorical standpoint, anyways. So like none of you have to take a grain of salt of what we're saying if you don't want to.
0: So now that you guys have put on your influencer sunglasses and maybe you're starting to think about sharing instead of selling for your personality brand, like, I that, like, honestly, you guys, I feel like that's like my number one takeaway from this is like that pivotal shift for me has like changed everything and like how I'm approaching everything on my Instagram, everything in my email, like all these things. Um, and just like the thank you, it has pocket strategy. So just think about how excited you get when you have pockets and someone says they like your dress, just that whole situation. <laughs> okay, so key number four is to start matching universal experiences to personal stories. So um, stories stick. And we, we remember so many things from stories. For for example, like I didn't really write a lot of notes on this, but for example, like um, on a recent Instagram post, I talked about like why I painted these chipmunks that I did on this new greeting card and it led to this card. And I just kind of like talked about the story behind it and like how it came to be. And people were like, oh, I love that. My grandpa plays tennis and this and this. Like, that's such a cool story. I love the relationship with you and your dad. Like, I'm going to send this to my dad. Like those kinds of things, those click so much better than just being like, here's a super cute new card I designed and like not telling the why behind it. Um, And so just like what kind of universal experience could you draw out from the personal stories you already have? I think
1: on like a grander scale too, that it's good for people to think about introducing a product that has meaning, like not to just be doing something because you're doing it, but doing it because there's like a drive behind it, because that's going to give it so much more leverage and purpose in the long run. Um, Because you can spit out like happy birthday cards all day, (laughs) but if they're not like inspired by a funny situation or something that makes you laugh or scenery of a place that you visited, is there even really any purpose? Like not to, sorry, talk about Katie from Hosanna revival again, (laughs) but I really (laughs) love her. (laughs) And she started, talking one day about how people have um, over the years have copied her designs. So they have like literally repainted one of her designs on their Bible. And so she's had conversations with people about that and, you know, that whole mess of like copying within the creative industry. But she said the biggest thing for her, she was like, you're missing the purpose behind it. Cause she's like, I painted that scenery in Amsterdam because I went there on a trip and it was life-changing because that means something to me. Like there was a meaning behind it and it was driven. And so you just taking that and painting it on yours doesn't translate in the same way. So to be inspired by things in our life, like the way you're inspired by pop Cami, which is like the best thing in the world is going to make something just way more magical.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, don't oh, cry. But yeah, you're so right. And like, I think about this too. I wrote down the best and long lasting brands are built on soul and reality and not just like hype. Um, You know, and I mean hype, not like me being like excited about things, but just like a flash in the pan kind of thing. Um, And a person I think about who does this really well is like Emily Lay, you know, like her simplified whole brand is like built on like the soul of who she is and like the story of her grandmother and like her being a little girl and like always organizing things, all this stuff. And like, it just like. It's very lasting, you know, and like people mm-hmm. relate to that, and they're drawn into that. And she has like lots of stories to share about examples in her life of like how she uses this product to like make her life more simple or whatever. Like things she does, like she might not necessarily talk about her planners or her notebooks or whatever all the time, but she'll talk about like organizing her pantry, and in turn, that's like the same kind of like it all goes hand in hand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like sharing those those personal stories to like connect further with your audience. Mm -hmm. You know, which is
1: why I like telling the story about the spelling error on my invitations. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Like those types of things, like stick with people like they remember them for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think a good place to do this, obviously, is like in your Instagram captions. And even if you're not sharing about like, you know, a story about a product or something like that, maybe you can just like share about something you learned. And then like ask your audience, like, can you relate? So this is like a very loose template that I kind of wrote. So it'd be like one time I did this thing. And then it led to learning to that. And that's why I learned this to share with you. Can anyone relate? So like taking that template, but like filling in the gaps, obviously, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Can you think of an example of this? Let's see. I, I thought of an example because I knew you were going to ask me that, and then it just literally went out the window. Sorry. <laughs> so okay so like going back to that like stain on my white t-shirt thing I could be like oh one time I was like basically the story I already shared like I was meeting this new group of girls and I spilled coffee everywhere but it turned into this whole thing where I got to like love on them extra hard because I bought all their coffee that whole weekend and I became known as like the coffee girl and that's when I learned like oh your mistakes can lead to like this whole like fun story can anyone relate to like spilling their coffee all the time like something like that ah okay I see that's really cute I like that yeah so and like just making it easy for your audience to be like oh yeah that's totally me don't be like okay guys now you share a story about a mistake you had like don't make them like you mm-hmm. know freaking go like having to share all these things but just make it easy to be like hit yes if you agree or comment the butterfly emoji or something like that
1: mm-hmm. do you know what i feel like i need to share more of i need to share like more of all the plants i have in my house Ugh, I don't that know could why. totally be an accessory because you're obsessed yes. with me send me uh, pictures of them all the time. I know. And I should start doing that a little more. Granted, I'm kind of like avoiding Instagram a little bit more again. I know. I was like, this is gonna be weird because Elizabeth is like not on Instagram right now and I'm like, share everything you have. <laughs> but I think I wanna circle back to your point too about like the exclusivity part of it. Because I think that some brands work from from that place instead of like oversharing. And I think both strategies work well. yeah I, I think I- what I've learned is like sharing less actually w- works a lot more for me and I just try to be like really intentional with what I do share like a behind the scenes of wedding invitations or photos of calligraphy like the things I want to be doing every single day in my business so you know that I want people to see. so that's why I've like scaled it back and Libby of um is it Libby and rue or her Libby Rue. yes. Thank you. Libby loves Rue. I had a total brain fart. I'm sorry, Libby. She gave me the nicest compliment last night because she was like, I've just noticed that you've gotten really honed in with your messaging and really intentional with what you're sharing. And I was like, really? Oh my gosh. Like it gave me all the butterflies because it's hard not to share every single thing like you have to strike the balance of what's right for your business you know
0: definitely and like that's where I felt like the that's like two different conversations like I wrote up there like this is like a whole nother thing like the exclusivity is more like that's another conversation for like a different strategy you know what I'm saying like I feel like Mm -hmm. that's like and that just like was my thought process was going on through there but it's not part of this (laughs)
1: Kind okay. Of, okay. You but, know. yeah. No, I'm glad that we're offering that clarification. You're right, because this is all about
0: personality
1: and showing up. Yeah, like big. that
0: is that is something else, and that's like a different strategy for a different type of business. And I feel like as I'm leaning more towards like the product side, like I, that has always been a struggle for me. Is like, how do I sell products? Like, I've never had a problem with wedding invitations. I've never had a problem like figuring out my personality and my brand with those. But with products, I have had like a hard time. I mean, you know, if I've like really struggled with like understanding who I am as a product designer understanding my brand and the product space and like these are the things that has helped me understand it in this way and like maybe if you're like looking at that shift like these kind of like personality driven things can like help you too (laughs) yes okay
1: absolutely amazing we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back right after this Hey there, fellow stationers, are you creating custom invitations and still sending a lackluster contract that's
0: hacked together with Google searches and generic templates? We've got you. We've created a custom stationary contract written for stationers by stationers, and it is lawyer-reviewed and approved. Hashtag legal rockstar. The custom stationary contract template covers every stationary snafu, protects you and your client's interests, and sets up an expectation of professionalism. We've combined our previous contracts as well as years of experience to bring you a contract that covers your booty and your biz. Become a put-together pro and breathe a sigh of relief knowing that you have a contract that is easy to understand and avoids confusing legal jargon.
1: The custom stationary contract template is only $297, which is much less than what you can expect to pay anywhere else, and it's written by two gals who have seen it all. Spoiler alert, it's us! It's time to do things right. Go to bizbirthdaybash.com forward slash contract to purchase and download your copy today. And as a special treat, use code PODCAST2020 to get $20 off. And that's PODCAST, all caps, 2020 to get $20 off. Woohoo!
0: So we are back. Hope you guys enjoy the lovely ad break with our sponsors. It's us. Just kidding. Okay. So key number five is to show up and work it. So this is basically like you got your outfit on and you're going to go like do a fashion show or whatever. Okay. So everything has kind of come down to this for me right now. As usual, it's don't think and just go <laughs> like everything in my life, you guys. Um, but seriously, like I'm just trying to show up more like on emails on social media Um, So basically opposite of what Elizabeth is doing right now, but I'm just like, I'm just trying to show up and be consistent, like still curating what I show, but just coming from a place of understanding my brand voice and being really excited about it and just not overthinking the whole thing or being worried about having too many Instagram stories or too many emails. You know, I was thinking how like friendship requires constant communication and for my customers to have that emotional connection with my brand, like I have to be consistent um, and I want people to anticipate my content and be excited about it. So that's why I've started like the new email series, like the five babes where I'm like sharing things that I love and not necessarily just stuff from my shop. Like I, and this is again, Elizabeth, like from a product side of things, like, mm-hmm. you know, yes. um, yeah, no worries. So, so yeah. So I'm just trying to like, be like, okay, where can I show up more? And I've been emailing people like two or three times a week now. And I, I feel like it's like paid off. And I was afraid of that before. Like, showing up too much or like being annoying. And I'm just like, no, like people choose to see what they want to see. And like, it's very easy to like not open an email if they don't want to, but if mm-hmm. they do like love and dress me, they're going to open it and be excited and buy the new things. I have like all kinds of stuff that I haven't ever showed before. Oh,
1: yes. So. I know. <laughs> and I'm so excited that you're finally using emails because honestly, I was like really pushing you for a long time. I was like, why, why aren't you sending more emails? Because like, I didn't every time-
0: understand because I was trying, because the sharing versus selling mindset like that made me want to do this you know like that yes, influencer okay. shift yeah so that's why it's all it's all coming together
1: now you're like i feel like i'm sh- i'm sharing something fun with you not i'm shoving this in your face so you yeah. have to buy it
0: I, I'm an influencer of Camille Monet, basically. I'm like my own influencer. That's how I, I like literally just putting that phrasing. Like I was like, okay, I get it now.
1: <laughs> so You're your own it. influencer and, but you like sneak in other products from other companies too, which is amazing. Yes. I'm my own influencer and
0: other influencer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daily Harvest. <laughs> uh, and Tula now. So yeah. Oh, which oh my gosh! So with like Tula, which is like the influencer skincare of all skincare. The first thing I did, I have to like send them screenshots when I like do stuff, and the first thing I did, I misspelled like fourteen words, and I'm like, oh my god, did I it? Send this to them. (laughs) So anyway, that's a whole other thing. So really professional, but yeah, it's all right. I showed up anyway. Um, okay. So also in this same vein of like showing up more, more for me, um, I'm trying to just show people that they matter to me and my brand. So like humans, we all crave that genuine connection. And I know like my followers, my audience like really wants to be seen, understood and like valued. So I'm just trying to like build up engagement with my followers and like love on them and like actually like I answer every single dm you guys send me like it might take me a while but I will answer it even if it's just like something small but I'm trying to like I always respond to dms I'm trying to respond to every single comment on photos usually just like within the first 30 minutes I'll respond to all those so if, if you guys comment on it like five days later I don't see it but you know and just trying to like I don't know just like be a real person like with my brand so mm-hmm But anyway, yeah. So I'm just trying to show up more and just like, I don't know, be a good person, you guys. (laughs) Like actually use social (laughs) media for what it used to be intended for. Um, So just like having that mindset with things has like really helped me understand my brand better. And that is the end of my TED Talk. Thank you for coming.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was amazing. Honestly, you probably could turn this into a TED Talk and it would be fantastic.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, you guys, I know that's a lot. And it was like, kind of rambly but I just have a lot I just feel like I had this like good just little light bulb and I hope that made sense for y'all so
1: honestly it made so much sense and I have to say 50 minutes just went by like that
0: like that That was 50 minutes
1: (laughs) I I thought that was like 20 (laughs) yeah we're right about to be at 48 so by the time we like wrap up the episode we'll have done 50 minutes and it felt like
0: 15 (laughs) oh my gosh okay so some takeaways you guys Go make a Pinterest board with like a brand outfit just to like help you figure out what's in your closet to wear Um, figure out what your like accessories are like Elizabeth's going to do plants and Audrey Hepburn like she's going to like bring those out more and like I always got my cats and my overalls and all that good stuff like just those types of things and then figure out like what those things like mean from like a just keep going further into like personality traits from those things. And then make sure you say thank you as pockets to everybody and share instead of sell. And then just show up a crap ton and share your stories. That's it.
1: (laughs) You know what I thought of? I thought about somebody's, what are we calling them? The things that make you think of a brand?
0: Why am I blanking Um, out on this? Just like accessories? Yeah.
1: I thought of Amanda Day Rose and her cow. And her cow's name's Doug, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes!
0: I freaking (laughs) love Doug. That's (laughs) something I. it always makes me think of her. Uh, yeah, see, it's just like you start realizing all these things. It's so fun. <laughs> I love it.
1: Okay, <laughs> sorry. I just had to like throw one more thing in there. <laughs> Before you're done, if you're enjoying the podcast, Cast, please leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. We love hearing from all of you guys. It's amazing how many of you have written things for us. Honestly, it's wonderful. Thank you. We provide this resource for free, obviously, to connect with all of you to provide you with some great content for your business. that's encouraging. So if you can take a few minutes to go write us a review so that other people can find us, that would be absolutely wonderful. And we will love you forever.
0: Yes, and if you guys have any more questions, um, you can ask them at com slash Q&Cake, and we will answer them in our Q&Cake episodes.
1: Woo, all right. Thank you so much. We will Bye, see you, you next week. <laughs> Bye.